Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Steve Sipple. Hut, hut, hike! The conversation gets even more uncomfortable, okay? Omaha! <laughs> Steve Sipple on The Connor Happer Show on 1620 The Zone. All right, we're joined on the 42 Degrees Source Hotline by Steve Sipple of HuskerOnline.com. Sipple, hello. Happy Friday. How are you? Uh, I'm, I'd say good. How are you doing? Good. Are, I assume you're all geared up and ready to go for NBA All-Star Weekend. <laughs> I heard your segment, the Celebrity All-Star Game. Yeah, how many people did you know? Very, well, first of all, I, I thought it was sort of entertaining, the Stephen A. Smith you know, Parsons issue. I really don't think funny. It's, I think it's kind of funny. Yeah, it's funny. Um, no, the celebrity list, well, I only heard one of them. And I, I mm, there are names in there I had no, no <laughs> knowledge of. I, I probably knew three of them. I would assume that most of them were probably like YouTubers, people that have been become famous for YouTube. YouTubers. Yes. Have you heard of the? You, I mean, you're a YouTuber, technically. Of course, I've heard of YouTubers. I don't. I just wish they'd get more conventional stars in there. But uh, see, that's the problem. Like, conventional stars to me is like Burt Reynolds. And he's <laughs> you no. Know. Is he dead? So, I think he might be. Actually, I'm sorry. Um, bad name to mention. So yeah, I like Lonnie Anderson would be great, but no, probably <laughs> no. Josh, there's six poll questions in there. I don't you do whatever you want to do with that, but yeah, there there's some good stuff in hey, there. Hey, Lonnie's still alive, so she could play. Uh, okay, Burt, Burt Reynolds is not though. Yeah, uh, very much, 100 percent dead. Confirmed dead. Okay. okay, sorry, sorry. I'd like to see Burt Reynolds in the celebrity basketball game too. Dead Burt Reynolds. <laughs> no, when he was alive, it would be good. <laughs> yeah, that'd be that'd be probably better. Ah, uh, okay, simple. Um, we got um, we had Matt Rule talking this week a little bit. Um, they had to uh, fend off another. Well, I guess would you call what Nebraska did fend off UCLA for? For Tony White, because it didn't really seem like that the way Matt Rule talks about it. Uh, I don't know. I don't think they had. I don't think they suspended him off. He got his raise already. Unless we're gonna, unless we see another news account where he gets another bump, he's up to like two million. But I don't know. I think UCLA chose Sean Foster. I do think that Tony White, obviously, from what Rule said, the quote, what the key quote, paraphrasing was. Um, you know, in fact, if, if, I'm going to botch this. It, it's something along the lines of you don't want to be sitting there in February worried about losing your defensive coordinator. That's 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 probably 80% right. Yeah. And that showed me, if you listen to Rule, when you're talking about his Sports Nightly appearance, if you listen to him, 
it was clear that there was interest and it was fairly serious. And when, when that head coach, in this case, Matt Rule, references a conversation with the AD, in this case, Martin German, there, yeah, there, I mean, there was enough interest that the AD called the other head coach. So, um, so yeah, I mean, it's there was I would... interest. I, didn't, I never know what to think in those situations. I didn't take it seriously enough. At, when I listened to yeah. Rule on Tuesday night, my first thought was, I didn't take this seriously enough. I, I would venture to say that Nebraska's approach to it, Rule and Tony, I mean, they were, they were sort of stumping for him. You know, they they were they were offering him up, whether it was you know Tony White wanting the job and be you know expressly saying, hey, you know, they were going after it, or Matt Rule offering offering his support. It's it, so it's kind of the opposite of of fending somebody off, even though they made the you know the choice of Deshaun Foster anyway. Yeah, stumping for it might be a little strong, but they were. I mean, I I think that Rule is perfectly willing and enthusiastically sells his coaches in that kind of situation, which is what you should do, because it's a it's like winning the lottery, you know, and 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 why you know I mean it's it would be I, I no I I was gonna say it would be a good job for what I don't think it would be I mean I I don't, I don't think, think that's a good job at all, simple. In fact, if I was his agent, I'd counsel him against it. Just wait. You're 44. There's going to be better jobs than that that you might have a chance. Now, now he could counter with, well, it's my alma mater. I only have one. Right. He, or the transfer portal, so he doesn't have four alma maters. But um, so it was that from that standpoint, you only have one. So it would make sense. But, man, yeah. That roster, if it gets decimated, they're uh, you know they draw about forty thousand per home game. They uh, are their, their athletic departments in I think twenty eight million dollars in debt. Shambles and is a good way to NIL, describe it. Yeah, their nil war, their nil war chest wouldn't be able to afford. It wouldn't their entire nil war chest wouldn't be able to afford Dylan Rayola. So that's one player. So you know they have. Their war chest, according to the Athletic for NIL, is six figures. <laughs> so he's can't. Wow. Good luck. Yeah, good luck. Six figures. They're probably high six figures, but good luck with that. I mean, there's just you can't. It's be hard. It's gonna be hard. Yeah, um, I agree. And 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 it works out for Nebraska. I was just talking about this with BC too. I'll, I'll ask you the same question. It's it's kind of a critical like. Uh, it, they're all critical junctures, right? Everything's sort of important, and it would certainly be detrimental to Nebraska to lose Tony White at, at this stage of the game, which they they haven't done. But I feel like, especially right now, with what they have coming back, and you know, especially on the defensive side of the ball and the kind of momentum that they're building there, it it feels like it, it would be an especially bad time to lose that guy. And I believe Rule when he says, "Hey, we." You know we're going to be good at defense whether whether he's here or not. But at the same time, I still would really like to keep that continuity for at least two years, which they will. But I feel like it's you know I guess what I'm saying to you is it's it feels really important right now. I agree. I mean sometimes I think there's instances where you can say well you just you can just plug another guy in there. I don't know if that's the case here. White seems pretty good. That's his system. That's his system. It's not. Evan Cooper's system. It's not Dvorak's system. 
um, it's not Terrence Knighton's system. That's Tony White's system. So, um, no, I don't think it's just and, – and I'll tell you what, that system matters. I, and I was sort of uh, – I was sort of skeptical of that conversation going into last year, you know, what's it really mean um, playing a, a 3-3-5? I mean, is it really that much different than, than a 4-3-3-4? turns out it is. I mean, it's – they – I mean – I've heard from enough guys that practice against it, that play against it. Nebraska does have an advantage with that. With a, it's a unique system. So I've had to change my tune on that. Um, so that's why. And, again, it's white system. It's what do you think, um, from talking to Glenn Thomas this week, um, what do you think he's identified as sort of the primary thing that, that he seems to be about with the, with the quarterbacks, whether it's – I mean, you wrote a little bit about today, you know, the handling of the the idea of pressure around them, and um, but all things considered, I guess, what'd you take away from that conversation, and what kind of you know what kind of coach do you think we're dealing with here in terms of what's important to him? Well, I mean, the word scaffolding comes to mind. Um, you know, it's a term I think teachers use, maybe coach, coaches use. That's incremental progress, kind of start low and build up, build a scaffold skyward. And I think that's what he'll do. Um, I, you know, at, at the time we talked to him, which was Monday media, he met with the media on Monday. He really hadn't been around the quarterbacks that much. He hadn't had an opportunity to really to coach him that much. But the things I took out of it were mainly his time with Satterfield at Temple and I guess Baylor, to a certain extent, uh, matters a lot to him. I mean, it, it cuts down on the amount of discussion they need to have. They know each other. They know the way each other thinks. The terminology isn't an issue, and that can be an issue. Um, so that – and just the, the – I mean, I like that he has worked in Division Two and in the NFL and kind of you know, everywhere in, everywhere in between, I guess, UNLV, Arizona State. Uh, so he's had to teach, you know, 35-year-old men and 18-year-old kids, and he's proven he can do it. And I think there's value in that. And I think there's value in his just overall sort of aura of, I mean, I, he just doesn't strike you as a guy who's going to, ruffle feathers. No. And I don't think that was looking for a guy that was going to come in and be domineering and and come in with a bunch of what he thinks are the way to do it, way to do things offensively. I think he was looking for a guy that would that would complement Satterfield and be collaborative is the word that Rule uses and he strikes me as that type of guy, which I think there's value in that. You know, one thing I, I and Glenn Thomas now fits into this one thing I sort of take away from from the coaching staff, and I don't know how big of a deal it is, and I guess that's what I'm asking you, but they all they all seem to, um, you know, they have these kind of diverse backgrounds in terms of positions that they coached, um, and in some cases they're they're coaching posi- different positions than they might have played or have like elite familiarity with, and and things uh-huh. like that. They all they all are just football coaches, right? And they they really have this, um, and you hear it from Rule all the time, like especially with the quarterbacks, we have to teach them how to play quarterback. We have to teach them how to play 
football. And that's not, you know, he's not talking about the mechanics of the thing. He's talking about like, you know, playing the game of football, like when the play is actually going along. I've noticed, I've noticed that with this staff and it feels like they have a lot of just interchangeable pieces and, and guys that can, that bring a variety of different things to the table, but they all kind of think the same way in that regard. Yeah, for sure. And they're very, yeah. And you know, I guess when you listen to them, I always get the sense of you still always know who's boss. Definitely. And references to rule. They kind of parrot what he says. Um, and, and they kind of, they kind of say it themselves, you know, he's the boss. Somebody, Asked the question about green jerseys. Are, are those kids? Are those quarterbacks going to be wearing green? What's what's it going to look like in the spring? And he, he quickly deferred to Coach Rule. Didn't even inject an opinion on it, which is the right, probably the right course course to take there. But yeah, they. I've, I've noticed that from the start with the assistants is they are they are very. I think I think that for lack of a better word, kind of careful what they say, and it's very reflective of what the head coach would say. Steve Sipple from Husker Online on three. Sipple, enjoy your weekend. Uh, enjoy that celebrity all-star game without Burt Reynolds. Sorry. Um. <laughs> that's, that's okay. Um, I'll enjoy Walker Hayes in there. There you go. Talk to you later. All right. Steve Sipple, HuskerOnline.com. All right. Um, got a couple of messages and texts here. Don't read that one. What one? One from Tony. Don't read that tweet. Tony. On Twitter? Yeah. That's where tweets originate. Oh. Yep. Um, no, wasn't going to read that one. I okay. actually didn't see that one until just now. <laughs> uh, but our our stream, I believe. It's not down. Our, our, is it our app? Is that what we're working with? Uh, some stream listeners are now, it, now, not we're not talking about video stream. Right. We're right. talking about audio stream. Audio stream. They've been listening to commercials for the last half an hour from our fine sponsors. Yeah, I got a, I got a couple DMs here. Here's one. Are you pranking us? You haven't been on air for quite a long time now. You've been gone for more than 20 minutes on, on a commercial break. Turns out we could have went to the all-staff meeting that's off-site today and just played commercials. Amazing. Amazing stuff. Um, I'd love to tell you that we're working on it, but nobody's here. So we're going to do our best. Uh, in the event that you are a stream listener, we have many other ways to listen to the show. Oh, yeah. YouTube, Twitch. YouTube, Twitch. AM radio. Good old school AM radio. Radio replays at 1620thezone.com, a fine website where you can sign up for our In- fabulous email list. Indeed, indeed, all places to check out the show. All right, thanks to Sipple. We'll come back and uh, preview the weekend for basketball. Creighton, Nebraska with uh, early morning, well, early morning, just Mm -hmm. morning tilts tomorrow. Shout out to the early kickoffs. How about the early tip-offs? Nobody ever complains about an 11 a.m. tip-off. More up next on 1620 The Zone. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.